Welcome to the Creative Equation Podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and creative individuals who want to leverage creativity in order to increase sales and customer engagement. You'll get a healthy dose of graphic design tips and tricks, as well as sales and marketing strategies to help you and your business continue increasing profits. I'm your host, Brandon Ritchie, and I'm pleased to welcome you to the Creative Equation. Welcome back to the Creative Equation Podcast. You are joining a conversation about design, marketing, and sales, and practical ways to grow and improve your business. Thrilled to have you listening today. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Hey, as I mentioned, this show is all about you. It's about your business. It's about your messaging. It's about your marketing. And we want to equip you with practical tools and resources on this show. By the way, 2022, we're in February of 2022 right now. And this could either be the year that makes you or breaks you. This could be the year that you decide to sit on the sidelines like so many other businesses and let things happen to your business. Or it could be the year that you decide to take control and get out there, hustle, grind, and make things happen for your business. Are you becoming complacent or complicit? Are you letting things happen to your business passive? Or are you making things happen for your business active? Get out there and make things happen. Are you satisfied with the amount of customers you're getting? Are you satisfied with your profits this year? Are you satisfied with the growth that you have, the amount of employees that you have, the amount of marketing that you're doing, the amount of blog posts that you're writing? Are you happy with the revenue? What could you do intentionally to change your business, to take control and make things happen for your business? And I know we talk about, uh, we say the word business a lot on the show. As you know, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here applies to you, whether you're a for-profit business, a nonprofit organization, a church, a ministry, whatever you're doing, you need to make sure that you have proper exposure. People know that you exist. You have proper experience. Once they know that you exist, they have a great experience interacting with you and your brand and then proper expectation. You are exceeding expectations so that they become raving raving fans of your brand, of your ministry, of your business, of your nonprofit, so that they tell everybody else in their sphere of influence And then they come to you, which gives you more exposure. Then you have great experience. Then you exceed expectations. Then you get more people. So that's more exposure and then more experience. And then you exceed customer expectation and the, and the cycle continues. That's what the creative equation is. That's what it's all about is we are creating a flywheel. If you will, Jeff Bezos is, uh, commonly, commonly recognized as having this great flywheel for Amazon, Jim Collins. I think he might've coined the term, but essentially it's it's a it's a strategy that is building momentum upon itself over and over and over again. And that's what the creative equation is, is you're you're building that exposure so that you can give great customer experience, so that you can exceed customer expectations, so that when they tell their friends about you, all of a sudden you've got more exposure and it's just a cycle that goes over and over and over again. But that's what this show is all about. We want you in the driver's seat. We want your hand on the steering wheel, your foot on the gas pedal. And we want to put practical resources and tools in your hands so that you can continue to take control of your business and make things happen for your business, for your nonprofit, for your church, et cetera. So one free PDF resource, we just finished it up uh, not too long ago. It is on the homepage of brandonrichie.com. If you want to go check it out and download it, absolutely free. It is three three ways to organically improve your search engine optimization. And what we're talking about here with search engine optimization uh, is how well your website ranks on search engines like Google, Bing, and others. Uh, and so you you really want, especially for this exposure piece, if you want people to know that you exist, you got to put yourself out there. And having 
uh, proper search engine optimization is a really great place to start. Again, we did a, a, a podcast episode on the sh- of the show maybe three or four episodes ago if you want to listen to that whole podcast episode on increasing your search engine optimization. By the way, many of the things that we discuss in that episode are things that you can do absolutely free on your own without hiring one person, without spending a dime. And uh, if you want to see all of all of those different um, resources and tips and tricks and strategies that we talked about on the show, but kind of see it all in one document, you can get this free PDF resource. Again, it's on the homepage of brandonrichie.com. You can download it today for free. Okay, today we're talking about a strategy that, in my opinion, is not only cost-effective, but it's extremely effective, which is highlighting your customers. And this is great for not only customer acquisition and customer, or customer retention, but also customer acquisition. So it kind of makes sense, right? It's, it sounds like common sense. If you make your customers feel valued, if you make your customers feel important, they're going to stick around. But it probably actually is more important than you think it is. And so we're going to give you, uh, we're going to read a couple statistics. We're going to give you a couple quotes from some reputable sources uh, related to making your customers feel valued and important. Uh, This first one is from Forbes. It says, customers who are recognized as loyal by a business increase customer retention up to 50%. So if your customers do feel uh, like they're loyal, you're recognizing them as being loyal customers, then that business, your business is going to increase customer retention for up to 50%. Again, that's from Forbes. Uh, this next one is from helpscout.net. It says 95% of unhappy customers don't complain, but 86% will simply stop doing business with you. Now, this is a jarring statistic. I'm going to read that again. 95%, basically all of unhappy customers won't complain about it. That means they aren't going to tell you, they aren't going to email you, they aren't going to write a negative review, but 86% of those, almost 90%, will simply stop doing business with you. So your customers aren't going to tell you if they have poor experience, unless you ask them, and we'll get into that later. But most of them that do have a poor experience are just gonna stop doing business with you. They're gonna ghost you, they're gonna fall off the grid. So it is incredibly important that you show your customers, uh, make them feel valued, make them feel important. Um, Here's one more little quote for you. This is from fastcompany.com. A customer is four times more likely to buy from your company again if they received an email following their purchase, thanking them for it. Four times more likely to buy from you again a second time. We're talking about customer retention here, but they're a recurring customer. Four times more likely to be so if they receive an email following their purchase, thanking them for it. How hard is it to send a follow-up email? You know, we can do, we can automate this. We, you know, uh, if, for those of you who have been listening to the show, uh, might've been two episodes ago, we talked about uh, email marketing campaigns. You can automate this. Somebody buys something from your website, your WordPress website or your Squarespace, whatever, whatever web building platform you're using, they, they purchase something and then boom, automatically they get into an email campaign. And the first one is thanks so much for your purchase. And then there's another follow-up email. Then there's another one a week later. And then two weeks later, there's another one. And you're nurturing, you're making them feel valued, you're making them feel appreciated. But if you were, if you send an email following the purchase, just thanking them for being a customer, they're four times more likely to buy from your company a second time. So it is incredibly important, obviously, that we make our customers feel valued, that we make them feel appreciated. And this is really what we're gonna be talking about today. But, uh, you know, so obviously customer attention 
that's kind of the no-brainer part of it. But how can you how can you highlight your customers and have that positively affect customer acquisition? That's getting new customers. How can highlighting your current customers get you new customers? Well, let's talk about uh, this phrase, jumping on the bandwagon. You guys probably heard it. Um, essentially, what it means is when your aunt and your uncle and your grandma and the person you go to church with and the friends that you go to school with, when they when everybody sees you buying something or buying a service, or if you see all of them buying something or buying a service, then it makes you think, well, if it's working for all these other people, maybe it'll work for me too. So essentially jumping on the bandwagon, it's a common uh, marketing principle, but essentially you're making it seem as though, well, everybody else is doing it. Everybody else is using this design company. Everybody else is hiring this photographer. I could do it too. And so that is a very, um, very common uh, strategy for customer acquisition and highlighting customers. You know, one, um, you guys have probably seen these weight loss commercials. I can't remember the names of them. I think, uh, like slim fast or Nutrisystem or Nutrislim or whatever, whatever it is, uh, weight watchers, you name it, but what they're doing right in terms of customer acquisition via highlighting customers is they're showing average Joe losing 50 pounds it's not, it's not a production. He's not in his studio. It's a shaky iPhone camera, but it's this actual guy saying, I use this service and I lost 50 pounds and you could too. Or, or, or you guys have seen these uh, makeup commercials where, uh, or like skincare commercials where it shows a before and after picture. The before picture the woman has, she's just caked and coated in zits and acne and dry skin. And then the after picture, after using the product, after using the cream on her face, it's night and day. It's totally different. And it's saying, hey, I use this product and, he, and here's what happened to me. So these companies are highlighting their customers, actual real people that use their product or use their service and showing the success. And so this is a really great way to do jump on the bandwagon, especially if you, and you could do this too, if, especially if you have influential people in your community who are your clients, if you are a uh, business coach and you're coaching somebody in your, in uh, a famous athlete who lives in your community or another um, influential person, uh, somebody in government, you name it, and they're using your service or using your product and you highlight that on social media. Are you kidding me? People are going to say, wow, you're, 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 ser- you're doing graphic design for the sheriff of Polk County, which by the way, the sheriff's office of Polk County hired us to do some graphic design work for them a while back, which was super fun. Um, but if you're able to showcase, hey, here's some influential people that are using us, using our pro- progress, um, that's a big deal. It's it's this jump on the bandwagon technique. You're show- showcasing, hey, these these guys are using us. Why don't you use, use us as well? Okay, so for your business, it's important that you highlight your customers, make them feel valued, but also highlight them so that you can not only have customer retention, but also get customer acquisition. So how can you do this? Let's talk really practical for a second. There are certain industries that have a very easy time highlighting their customers. There are other industries that have a much more difficult time with this. So let's talk about photography for a second. If you're a photographer or a videographer, specifically in weddings, it's easy to highlight your customers. Why? Because literally your product, your tangible thing that you do is pictures of people, right? Super easy. Go to a wedding, take a video, post a video on social media, go to a wedding, take some pictures, post a picture of the happy couple on your blog, on your website, whatever. So this is really easy for photography. What about a clothing company? This is a little bit less easy. 
because you're actually selling pants or you're selling a shirt and you don't want to post a picture of pants or a shirt on your website or on your social media. You can, there's a time for that. But what we're talking about today is highlighting your customers, not your products. So for a uh, clothing company, clothing boutique company, let's say that uh, you want to highlight your customers. You want to have pictures of happy, smiling people. How do you do it? Well, you can offer an incentive, 10% off your next order. If you tag us, tag a picture of, uh, of yourself wearing our clothes on social media, tag us in it. We'll give you 10% off your next order. So you might be thinking, oh man, 10% of a next order. I don't want to lose that money, but it is well worth the spend if that essentially can bring you uh, even more customers in the future. So you, you have to think about it um, like this. It, t- it costs money or it takes money to make money. Sometimes it takes giving a discount, giving a sale, giving a coupon in order to get another customer because um, we're gonna talk more about this, but when you're able to highlight that customer and showcase them using your pants or wearing your shirt or whatever, then it's going to not only, uh, not only are their friends and their sphere of influence gonna see, gonna see it, but even on your own social accounts or on your own blog post accounts, it is going to be uh, very instrumental that you're highlighting your customers and that you're letting everybody else see who is buying and who is uh, using your actual product or service. Okay, so we talked about photography. We talked about a clothing company. This one is hard. Graphic design. What if you're a graphic design agency like our company, Brandon Richie Creative? Well, uh, it can be done. And so we, we found, we've actually had some great luck doing it this way because here, here's, here's the struggle, by the way, just to catch everybody else up to speed. A logo isn't something you can hold in your hand unless you print it on a piece of paper. It's something that, I mean, creating a brand or creating something like that, it's not something that's necessarily tangible. Um, it's a design on a computer screen, right? And so what can we do as graphic designers or as creatives to highlight our customers and showcase beautiful pictures of happy, smiling people using our service. Well, one thing that we've had great success in doing is designing a card that we plan to send in the mail to our customers. The front of the card says, I'm a Brandon Ritchie creative customer or something like that. I'm part of the BRC tribe, whatever. The inside says, um, hey, thanks so much for being a customer. We couldn't do it without you. Hey, we're trying to highlight our customers on social media, on our blog, would you mind taking a picture of yourself holding up this card and sending it to us? We'd love just to have happy customers of ours all over social media. And then send them that card. You'd be surprised how many people would be willing to just take a selfie with a card that says, I'm a BRC customer or I'm a Brandon Richie Creative customer, whatever, and send it to you or tag you in it on social media because then you can utilize that photo of your happy, smiling customer on your social media, on your blog post. And all of a sudden you're highlighting your customers, you're showcasing, hey, look, this guy's using us. Hey, look, this guy's our customer. Hey, look, this girl's using us for design services. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Hey, a nonprofit, same way if, if uh, for your donors, people that are donating to your nonprofit, you can do the same techniques. Man, we're so grateful for our partners. Here, Here's a picture of one of them. And just a picture of somebody holding up a card that says, I donated to Water for Life Charity or you know whatever your nonprofit name is. If you're a church, you know, highlight your customers, which really for you, it's all about visitors, right? You're trying to get more people in your door. You're trying to uh, get more people to become members of your church um, because that's going to increase giving and it's going to increase everything else, right? Um, And I know that there's a ministry component of that too, but just from the business side of it, you want to highlight your quote unquote customers, which is visitors, people, members. And so what if you took pictures of just people worshiping and posted it instead of a picture of a Bible? Or what if you took uh, pictures of, a new members class. Man, we're so excited for these new members to be, get plugged into our church. Here's a picture of them. 
um, hey, this is John and Stacy. They just had, they just were baptized for the first time. We're so grateful for a great couple that's joining our church. So anyways, there's, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, you can highlight your customers. And again, it's great for customer retention because it's showing, it's making them feel valued. I mean, if you take a picture of Joe and Karen who just got baptized and you're bragging on them on social media and you're so pumped that they're part of your church, do you really think they're going to feel not valued at your church? No, they're going to say, man, that's awesome. Man, they, they posted about us on social media. Oh man, I love our church. We should do more things. We should get more plugged in. And the same thing with your business. If, if you're, you know, if, if you're t- uh, sh- posting a picture of somebody wearing your hat that they purchased from you, from your hat store, then they're going to say, man, it, they really care about their customers. I'm going to buy another hat or I'm going to refer somebody else to them. So anyways, it's great for customer retention, obviously, but it's great for customer acquisition as well because they're going to share those photos to their spheres of influence. So those people are going to see you. They're going to learn about you. It's going to increase exposure for your brand and for your company. But then secondly, it's great for customer acquisition because even on in your sphere of influence, even on your blog, on your website, on your social media, all of a sudden you're showcasing people that are using your product. It's a bandwagon technique, jumping on the bandwagon. All these other people are using us and you should too. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Pause the show. Or if you don't want to pause the show, wait till the show's over. And what I want you to do sometime today is go to your social media account. Go to your website's blog and answer these questions. Am I highlighting my customers at all? Are there pictures of happy, smiling people that are using our product, using our service? Or is our blog filled with pictures of our building or pictures of our team or pictures of our product? Those things are great too, and there's a place for them, but highlighting your customer is incredibly important. So if you're not highlighting your customer at at all, I would encourage you to do so. I think that you're going to have higher customer retention rate. People that were one-time buyers of your product or service are suddenly going to become multi-time buyers, they're going to buy from you again and again and again because you're showing them value or you're making them feel valued. Um, And then it's also going to increase your customer acquisition. People want to work with people who are, who care about their customers. And so check your blog, check your social media, make sure that you're highlighting your customers. Okay. What we're really talking about here is making your customers feel valued. Uh, we had an episode of the show all about exceeding customer expectation. If you guys want to go listen to that episode of the show, you can do that. Um, I think it was one of the first few that we did. But in that pod, uh, podcast episode, we talked about brands like Chick-fil-A who provide second mile service. And they make their they make their customers feel great, incredible. If a mom's walking in carrying a baby, that Chick-fil-A employee is going to pull up a high chair before the mom even thinks to ask about it. Without you even asking, they're going to take your trash. They're going to ask if you need anything. So this is um, second mile service. That's what Chick-fil-A calls it. But you're essentially adding surprise value. You're doing things that your customers don't expect and you are exceeding their customer expectation. And this is a great way to make them feel valued. So be thinking, well, how can I be more like Disney? How can I be more like Chick-fil-A? How am I removing friction at every turn for my customers and making them feel valued, making them feel appreciated? Here's a couple more practical things, practical ways that you can do this. Uh, I'm just going to hit these real quick. Number one, write a handwritten card. Everybody likes getting, getting mail, getting cards in the mail. Just write a card. Thank them so much for being your customer. Thank you. If they joined a coaching session of yours for a weekend. Say, man, thanks for coming out last weekend. It was awesome having you there. Um, Man, I really hope that we can work together in the future again. You're really easy to work with and I really appreciate your business. But just a handwritten card. Another way you can do it is honestly just phone call check-ins or Zoom call check-ins. Just schedule a time with your clients to sit down on a Zoom call, sit down on a phone call. It could be five minutes, but you're just asking questions like, how have things been going? 
hey, since we last worked on your logo, have you gotten any positive feedback, negative feedback? How are you kind of enjoying your new brand? Uh, you're, you're a videographer or a photographer or whatever, and you're working with a church. Hey, I noticed that, you know, you know we did a, a photo shoot uh, last month. Have you gotten any positive feedback on the photos? Or is there anything else you need? Do you need them in a different file type? Just that kind of follow-up, that kind of intentionality, it's going to make your customers feel valued. It's going to make them feel special. And that's what you're wanting to do to add this value. Um, okay, the, the last kind of practical thing here to make your customer feel valued and heard customer surveys. Listen, businesses don't like to hear this. Entrepreneurs hate this, but customer surveys can be an incredible tool. And here's why it it literally makes your customers feel heard because you're asking them questions. You're asking them for feedback. We talked about earlier at the top of the show, customers that have a bad experience, aren't going to give feedback. They're just going to fall off the face of the earth. They're going to ghost you. So customer surveys can be a big deal, but here's the tip. Here's the trick. Do not take negative feedback personally. Take it at, take it constructively. Take it as an opportunity to improve yourself as an entrepreneur, an opportunity to improve your business, to improve your product. Because here's the thing. If, if so-and-so customer had a bad experience with the communication part of your process and they didn't tell you about it, now you don't know. So the next time you get a customer, guess what? They're going to have a, a, the same problem with the communication part. And then you're going to lose that customer again. But if you were to get customer feedback and then so-and-so customer says, you know, I really did enjoy the product, but the communication kind of was a little touch and go, is a little rough. Then you have an opportunity to fix that. And then when you fix that, then when the next customer comes, there's not going to be a communication error. And so now suddenly that could be the one thing that keeps your future customers from either working with you again or not working with you again. So customer surveys can be a great opportunity again, to improve yourself as an entrepreneur, improve your business, improve your product, improve your service. Don't take it personally, but take it as an opportunity for growth. Hey, in future episodes, we're going to talk more about customer retention strategies and more ways that you can leverage your customers to increase profits. However, this episode of the Creative Equation podcast is coming to a close. And I just wanted to say thank you, the listener, for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Creative Equation podcast and for spending a little bit of time with me today. Remember, we are on a mission to help as many creatives, as many entrepreneurs as possible. And we'd love it if you would continue following along on that journey with us. If you found any of today's content helpful, we'd be incredibly grateful if you would share this podcast with others who may benefit from it. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Stay creative, and we'll catch you next time.